Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good afternoon, Paige. Good afternoon, Mom. How are you feeling? I'm okay. Just okay? Just okay. What you been doing today? Not much. <laughs> You went to the acupuncturist. Mm-hmm. And not much else. Not much else. Okay. We recorded another episode earlier. Mm-hmm. So you did that. Mm-hmm. It's a little productive. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to talk, you know? Yes. Because it's mostly you. Yes. Okay, cool. So we're doing um, autism superpowers. Mm hmm. Awesome. So, what'd you find out? Um, strong long-term memory skills. Strong long-term memory so like, skills. Like like Sheldon, who has an um an I a, a, a what is it called? Photogenic memory. Mm-hmm. I went to school with someone who who was autistic. Me too. A bunch. Well, actually. I mean, yes. Well, attack, well, no, no. And he, he keeps, he kept telling people that he could remember his birth. And I was like, that's impossible, but okay, sure. Well, I was recently reading a book that has nothing to do with well, neurodiversity. Like I was recently reading a book that has nothing to do with autism, but <coughs> it was saying that up until you're two and a half to three or three, you do remember your birth. But that at three, you start to like learn and take in so much information that those memories fade. So, uh, yeah, I mean, because like that's kind of traumatic. (laughs) No matter what. Right. I mean, especially if you were born like via C section or something like you were still. Like, like, do you really want to be like like, being like (laughs) pushed out of, you know? That area. You're so funny. Do you really You're remember actually that? Much. You can say the words. I know, but like. Um, not, not your thing. You don't want to remember that? Okay, so long-term memories. Long-term memory. Which is um, great. Honesty. Excellent. You very, always know where you stand with somebody with Maybe autism. too honest. Um, but sometimes. sometimes. So maybe it could work against them if they're being overly honest and hurt mm-hmm. somebody's feelings but um detail yeah. oriented mm-hmm. notices and focuses on details yep they're uh i always think of like adhd is like i see the whole forest and autism is like i see every detail in that one leaf on that one tree right mm-hmm. what else um average to above average intelligence not all autistic people but some autistic, some autistic people. Right. I don't know all autistic people, but. No, I would imagine if you have more significant symptoms, that that's probably not true. Well, I mean, there, there could be. They They might, they just can't get it out. That would be very frustrating. I'm convinced that Chrissy could be very smart. I mean, she gyps people, she gyps people off of their coffee so she can get more. (laughs) That's pretty high intelligence thinking. And that's her, her aunt. 
right? Yes. So she pours coffee for everybody after dinner. She gives everybody a half glass to make sure that she she gets gets a full full. cup. It's pretty funny, actually. (laughs) Um, Independent thinking is less concerned about what other people think about them. Right. So they're probably more willing to... Go with their flow. Well, and like, they're not as concerned about your approval so they're probably more likely to like say things that are truthful but also like you know I'm just thinking of somebody like a bunch of people are sitting around a conference room and there's an obvious idea but nobody wants to say because they think it might hurt somebody else's feelings that the autistic person is going to be the person that's going to be like this will work yes right Or they might be more likely to be more risky about what they suggest. Mm -hmm. What else? Loyal. Loyalty. Yes. To a fault sometimes, I think, but yes. Yes. Very loyal. Mm -hmm. Um, Non-judgmental listening. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty true about most neurodiversities. Because they want to be accepted the way they are, so they're accepting of other people the way they are. Mm. This one was interesting. Visually sensitive. Can see up to three times further than non-autistics and are better at pattern recognition and visual details. They, like, have better visual. Some better visual schools. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. Well, I've never heard that three times. I've heard the thing about the visual patterns before, but I hadn't heard that they, the other part about the three times as far. But, and um, really good hearing. Like they have like really good auditory. I mean, that makes perception. sense. Maybe that's why they're so sensitive to sounds and light. And- hearing is just better. Right, their hearing is better, so like it's what might be allowed to us is like, oh yeah, deafening Allow, to them, allowing them to better detect target sounds in noisy situations, as well as high pitch detection. Makes it sound like you're like describing like a dog because dogs have really good hearing, but we're not at we're all. We're not though. That's rude. That's sorry, um, <laughs> but no, that's probably why. Like, I don't know. Have you ever been with an autistic person who like? can hear like, I've a light that. bulb buzzing or something. Mm-hmm. Like I hear things that like, and it's like, do you hear that noise? And, and no, one, no one ever hears it. It's like, no, it's like, okay. That's why. That's and that's fine. probably why you're more sensitive to sound. Um, that might be the same reason for the better visual skills, why they're more visually sensitive as well. Right. If they're, you know, some 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 autistic people don't like to like make eye contact. Maybe that's wise because they can see it so well, and it's overwhelming because mm-hmm. they see all the detail. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting think to so. think. Um, problem solving. Autistic people are up to forty times faster at solving problem problem solving, and a appear to use perceptual regions of the brain to analyze no accelerate 
problem solving. Huh. 40 times faster? And they're more, have found to be superior, superior in processing complex patterns. Huh. 40 times faster. That mm -hmm. kind of makes me feel stupid. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Good for them, though. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Um, but that wow. seems like a legit superpower. <laughs> yeah. Not just like, you know, the honesty is great. It's great to be honest. But like, do you want to be honest or do you want to solve problems 40% faster? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I want to solve problems 40% faster. What else? Anything else? Um, lateral thinking. Mm -hmm. like thinking outside the box. Yep. Yes, definitely. That's why a lot of them. Um, a lot of people are in tech, right? That's how we move forward. Mm -hmm. Or other fields too, right? Any, what else? Oh, I didn't write it down, but I read something about the cones in their eyes mm -hmm. and color, something about color. So do they have more cones in their eyes? I think is that what you said? Because what this said. is interesting because you know that my whole vision thing. Yeah. Right. Makeup so colors. most people, average people, typical people have three cones in their eyes, which allows us to see all the colors that we can see. Um, if you're colorblind, you usually only have two cones in your eyes or like, your dog only has two cones in his eyes, right? That's why that's why Fido can't find the green ball in the green grass when you throw it. So you get a different color ball. Um, right? But some people have four cones in their eyes. I have four cones in my eyes. I'm not autistic though, but I am neurodiverse. So maybe it's over LAPI. Um, and... So we see more colors, which is like the whole Christmas light thing every time we drove Jack home, mm -hmm. right? And I could see the two distinct lights <clears throat> in the purple lights, but you could only see purple, but I yes. can see the blue and the red, right? So they can see more colors. So I'm trying to find it. I wonder. Yeah, if, here it is. Okay. Greater intensity of colors. Researchers have found changes in the rods and cones in autistic children's eyes. 85% saw colors with greater intensity. Oh, so it's not that they see more colors. Yeah. Just the colors is more intense. For, those for these children, red appears nearly fluorescent, vibrating with intensity. No wonder they're so sensitive to stuff, though. Like, and... I mean, like, if you combine that with also, like, seeing and noticing details and it's super bright, that would be, like, that makes a lot of sense why stuff would hurt their eyes mm -hmm. or why they'd be so reluctant to, like, look at certain things or always want to wear sunglasses or, or whatever. That makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense. On average, they can see from 20 feet what a non-autistic person can see at seven feet. Wow. I don't know where 
this come from? Because I can't see from 20 feet away. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't see from seven feet away either. <laughs> Hence the glasses. Sorry, that, that'd be me. Um, My fault. Let's see here. The tunnel vision. Right. So we so can really focus in really on. focus in on. Synthestasia. Yes. We didn't mention that. So mm-hmm. give a definition. So it's um when you have multiple senses that are perceived simultaneously so you taste a color right or or hear a color or hear a color or taste music or like that's i mean a lot of people think that that's what van gogh had and that's why a lot of his so is because he could hear the colors and it's a little flowy Oh, that's cool. So, does it give a percentage of how many um, people? A study from 2013 indicated that it occurs in 18.9% of autistic people compared to the 7.22 in the control group, which I would assume is non autistic people. Do you feel like that? Is that a superpower you have, Paige? I think so. It's hard to tell because some, some things I like feel that way and then about other things that I don't so like certain songs I can think and like I see like colors or actual things but I don't think it's very strong Hmm. like you were saying about like different that book about like different different like days of the week have genders or whatever yeah some people think that or numbers or numbers sometimes people think numbers have genders or um, which I mean I could see I can see some some numbers totally I um I don't technically have it because it doesn't show up whenever you research that topic it doesn't show up as a thing but I the synthesia yeah I can't pronounce it I have I'm dyslexic I I can't pronounce big words Um, but I get a like sense of color from people maybe maybe there's different maybe it's on a spectrum maybe because like sometimes people like generate like an aura of like but it's not like around them it's not around it's not around them it's just like a feeling well colors definitely have feelings um in my opinion but like you, you, you seem like green. No, I'm not green. I'm actually purple and gray. Oh, really? I think you're green. <laughs> no, I'm purple and gray. Um, I have a self-portrait to prove it. Um, and were you coloring yourself purple and gray? Mm-hmm. I'm purple and gray and a little white. What about me? What am I? It depends. It depends sometimes on my mood. Yeah. So sometimes you're like a really strong red. Oh, like a really intense it's that bad red um but most of the time you're purple also but you're a very different shade of purple like you're a What's much more intense mean? purple what does purple mean i don't know you're just purple you're purple i don't know what it means i just know you are right I'm purple or like my my friend that passed away um a while ago i did a picture so the pictures that I do are non-representational. So they look like abstract pictures. Uh huh. So, but they're like my feeling of that person, right? And so, 
I did a picture for his wife after he passed away. And he's definitely all like really strong, intense yellows and oranges. So when she got it, she was like, yeah, that's totally him. Oh, interesting. So, what about my boyfriend? He's orange. He's orange? He's orange. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's, he's like a good, bright, happy orange. <laughs> Like, I don't like to wear orange, but it's not a bad color. <laughs> what else does it say? Let's see here. Acuting. Um, superior. A lot of auditory things. And a lot of things to do with, like, sensory stuff. Which makes so much sense. Which is interesting. Because that's so. probably... It's probably, like, while it could be a superpower to be able to see something from it's further away. It's also very away, much not superpower at it all. It could also be, like... An explanation of why everything is so overwhelming. Yeah. Um, superior auditory discrimination. Okay. So that's like the target sound thing yes. that I was yep, talking yep, yep. about. Um, and notices irrelevant background information more readily. About one in five autistic individuals show exceptional frequency discrimination skills. Huh. Whatever the hell that means. That means they can tell like the difference between the the wavelengths of sound, right? So oh. that's what the frequency is, right? So like you know, brown noise and white noise and red noise. They're all them, right. Yes. So they're all they're all actually like the same sound, but they're at different frequencies. Oh. And that's why some people like some of them better. Okay, than I can see that. Right, so they could, they can tell those frequencies oh, more easily. We need to do a podcast episode about the different brown, black, orange noise. We could do that. I don't think there's an orange noise. I don't think this or a black, but noise, there's brown. But there's brown and white and red and green. Um, and heightened pitch detection. Some autistic people show superiority in memorizing picture pit pit picture pitch associations with like melodies so huh. i guess people who are who have perfect absolute pitch is what they call it but isn't that the same thing as like a perfect pitch i would think so that'd be my i do not have that skill um no i'm um, really bad at music my I'm, in fact in elementary school we would always have to do this test in elementary school about labeling the notes like A, oh. B, I failed every single one. And the teacher got actually really, really, like, I don't understand why you don't get this. He was not a great teacher. Um, <clears throat> but everyone else got it. But I, like, always, well, I always fail. Again, that's also my fault. I am completely, completely tone deaf. Well, I don't I think I'm tone deaf, but I don't know. I, I don't know what my deal is. I definitely have a musica. Uh-huh. I didn't even know that was a thing until I did the research for dyslexia. I was like, oh, that, oh that's why she does that. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Ooh. About smells. Yeah. I think because there's a nostril picture. <laughs> okay. So autistic people show enhanced connectivity between the thalamus of the section in your brain that processes information it's like sensory information i don't know how to call it I, you're showing it to the dyslexic person that can't pronounce big words uh, if you look it up if you've seen the the crash course thing i'm on psychology it's like the one where they talk about like it's like a monster type thing kind okay. of they'll get it 
the people who get it get it and the people who don't don't it's fine look it up um it's t-h-a-l-a-m-u-s don't know how to pronounce it but it's a section in the brain i know that um and the insula again i don't know how to pronounce these words insula insula um, which is thought to be the cause of heightened sensitivity to smell, taste, sound, and taste. Right, because without without smell, there is no taste. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, which would be really sad for your food not to like taste good. But mm-hmm. so they have a more discerning nose. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, this year correlation with giftedness um let's see here disorder of high intelligence is what they quoted as estimated rates of intellectual giftedness in autistic children is 0.7 to 2 percent compared to the one percent of the general population so okay. it's sometimes less, sometimes I mean, slightly is, more. It is considered, like some people refer to it as the genius gene. Oh, in right? this, it mentioned something about savant syndrome. Yeah. But that's not the thing anymore. I don't think that's a technical label anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Savant syndrome. Is it a technical? I wonder I if mean, it is. I don't know if this is how recent this post, this article is, but... It occurs in 10 to 28.5% of autistic people. And again, general population is compared to the 1%. Hmm. So yeah, um, in music, art, mathematics, or mechanical domains. Not something I have. We're not special in anything. You're very not special. like soup, like out of this, like extra profound abilities is actually what it says. All right, well, so we're not that special, <laughs> we're pretty normal. <laughs> um, savant like memory. Mm-hmm. You do have a really good memory, long, especially long term memory, short term, not so much, but long term, your long term memory is pretty good. You remember stuff pretty far back. Mm-hmm. Especially compared to like well, your siblings. Jack don't. doesn't remember squat. Except for the <laughs> except for the traumatic things. Of course he remembers those. But none of the nice things that I've done. Right. He just remembers when I sprayed him with a power hose. In when my defense. Four. In my defense, the neighbor kid told me to. That's not a it is. And we were left by ourselves. And plus he had a super soaker. And he was being mean with it. Of course he was. He was a little brother. But also <laughs> then I felt really bad after spraying him with those. So I was like, I shouldn't have done that. I'm terrible. So <laughs> But yeah, no, he really doesn't have a great really memory doesn't at all. remember any uh, he remembered when we played um zombie plants versus zombies, because we've talked about it. That's over text funny. like do you remember plants versus zombies it was great it's a great game that's funny no we were talking about his memory at dinner the other night you weren't there and oh. i can't believe the stuff he doesn't remember it's quite a bit of like his childhood i remember a lot of it I a know. lot of childhood yeah good and bad not that it was all like not that bad but like 
Like, I remember when I was sick on Christmas. Always sucks to be a kid and sick on Christmas. Mm -hmm. That was the year of Scooby-Doo and Powerpuff Girl stuff. <laughs> that was that year. It was the year. <laughs> That's funny. Or the day Jack was born. You remember that day? I remember what? the day we got to see him. That was the day he was born. Oh, okay. It was, was just a few hours. Oh. Um, it was only like four hours old when we let you home. Oh, really? I was closing yeah. my eyes and everything. I was really You excited. were sitting in a chair. I, I wasn't was, like... I remember being super, super excited about it, too. I mean... Getting to see him and everything. It's a whole new person. Um, I remember when you dropped me off at uh, Stacy and Dan's house, and they had this dog, and they taught him how to play dead. We would, like, pretend to shoot it. And, and it would over. fall over and <laughs> pretend to play dead. And you were pretty... You were, like, four. I remember falling down the stairs. Also four. Mm -hmm. You do have a good memory. See, you yeah. have a good memory, um, or at least a good personal memory. Yes, personal of like memory. personal events. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Um, Any other superpowers? Encyclopedic memory or knowledge. So, like the special interest thing. Yep. Which so not everybody has that because not everybody typical has typical or typical autism stuff. But for males yeah no a lot of autistic women don't have the special really? interest thing no I or do. their special interest changes to like something that's age appropriate oh, so it might be like mine. it might be like <coughs> a boy band or it oh, might be makeup or it might be i didn't get that i know um, yours is old more. people and sharks no, something no. old people like genealogy is something old people it's true. I talked to a lot of old people. <laughs> when you were into it. Well, yeah. Um, I still like it. I know, but not like you used to. I, I can't dedicate an entire day to it. <laughs> like I used to. Literally spent all day doing it. I know. Not on purpose. Um, no, that was the ADHD. Um, <laughs> and then sharks. But right? sharks so, have been a life. So a, a lot of time. A lot of women don't have that special interest thing but it's not actually that they don't have it it's that it's, it's age appropriate but not in intensity appropriate right oh. so like if they're into that boy band they're oh, like really into it really like almost a stalker oh, um, that's <laughs> not quite but you know what i mean like they're super into it right if they're really into makeup they know every ingredient that goes into that makeup and where sharks. it's sourced from killing sharks by buying that makeup just oh, fyi a lot of makeup. i know a lot of makeup has sharks and lotion not the stuff we use anyway anyway because you've educated us um right so so that special interest thing isn't it that's very or that one girl that one girl, uh, Greta, what's yes. her face? <laughs> That's now in. No, I can't. I, I don't. Re I don't remember her name. But you guys Greta know who is her yes. first name. I don't. Because when name I either. was no, no, no. When I was looking up superpower things, she talks about how her autism is like a superpower and that's how she thinks of it and that's how she can yeah. do what she does. That's my point. I don't remember her last name. I know her name is Greta though. I wasn't trying to be rude. <laughs> Okay. That's all. What other um, um, oh, Rational decision making. Not something I have. 
No, you definitely win ADHD when in decision making. Um, consistent in pattern of choices and attention to, de to detail helps them avoid being swayed by their emotions, supposedly. Nice. Wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> we act on emotion here. Um, speak for yourself. Oh, I do. Um, <laughs> um, right? But that must be a, like a really nice way to make a decision. And, yeah, they're less influenced by gut instinct. Huh. So, I mean, like, that's not necessarily... That's not necessarily good. good. No, it is. Because you have, like, a gut instincts tend to often. save lives yes. here. Especially if you're a woman. Not so much men, but... That's not true. But I know a lot of people with ADHD who don't trust their instincts instincts lead you to get in trouble into it well that's because they're being impulsive so there's a difference between adhd impulsiveness and intuition oh. intuition usually involves some kind of like sense in the body like it feels right literally in your gut or oh. it feels wrong literally in, in your, your gut okay um I or chest you. a lot of people have the feelings in their chest right if they know something's the right decision, they feel like open and airy or whatever. <clears throat> and if it's wrong, then they'll feel very like tight and compressed or like something's okay. leaning on them, right? Right. ADHD impulsivity is different. Yes. That doesn't that often doesn't have any any body sensation at all. That's just mental. It's a, a reaction. Mental. It's a reaction. It's not a decision. Right? Yes. Um, Hyper focusing. I'll know what hyper focusing. I mean, that goes with the whole like detail and mm -hmm. interest, and that all yeah, makes for sense. an extended period of time. Hyper sent um, systemizing have a high driven to high have a high drive to anal analyze or construct systems. As I have, oh yeah, pattern recognition. Pattern recognition, but it's also that they have oh, so they can. systems like, like their room would never look like yours because they have systems. That's Lots nice. of systems. I'm glad. That's good for them. Everything has a place, right? They're not usually messy. Messy. And not in that way. I see. Not if that's a strength. Not a strength. Pattern recognition. Increased adaptive coding. Which is? Uh, we found that women in Contrasera showed increased adaptive coding of face identity. That's in correlation with the levels mm. of autistic traits related to social interaction, making them better at discriminating between many faces. That's interesting because a lot of people with autism actually have face blindness. Maybe that's more of the men. But, right, I'm wondering. So women, like, so women, women are, are very different. Clearly, it or autism in women is exceedingly different than autism in men is. It is. That's why it's not caught in women. Plus, the test itself is incredibly gender biased. I remember. Um, behavioral strength or strong work ethic. Nice. And that—that's the only one that they. And then it goes on to negative things but we're not doing those yeah 
no challenges, just the good stuff. Awesome, cool. Do you have anything else to add or do you want to go back to bed and lay down because you don't feel good? Mm -hmm. No thoughts? No, there should be thought. I think I have thoughts. Okay, well. I need to, to voice them then. But like, it just doesn't make sense. What doesn't make sense? The things that we just read make it like if they're like good at listening. Uh-huh. And they would know, wouldn't they necessarily then know, like, when someone is, like, upset and needs to be listened to? If, like, if they don't understand, like, emotions necessarily. Like, I did the you can do emotion, like, face recognition tests mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, like, different emotions. Mm -hmm. I tried one. They're actually pretty difficult, I think. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> well, no, no. So, so like, I don't get why there's like a different level. Like, they all look like like a happy face looks like a happy face, but no, it's like enthusiastic. And I was like, what do you mean? That's the face of enthusiastic. What does enthusiastic look like? That they're happy. Why are you making? Why Why are you making? making emotions okay, more this complicated isn't, than this isn't a, a positive right and we're supposed to be doing positives but i will explain i don't understand there's a difference between there's a nuanced difference between enthusiastic and happy right so but if you're being enthusiastic about something then you're usually pretty happy about it yes but you there's also a level of something else in that happiness Oh. It could be interest or drive or um, interest or drive or um, motivation or um, you're like looking forward to something, right? Along with the happy, right? Oh. So there's a, there's a nuance in between it. Because there's also a difference between like being really happy and being content, those are, but they're, they all come under like the umbrella of happy. I see. Okay. Right. There are definitely nuances. Okay. There are nuances. All right. Say goodbye, Paige. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at the ndtoolbox at gmail.com and if you wanted to see our website please go to the neurodiverse toolbox.podbean.com thank you thank you for listening to the neurodiverse toolbox 